This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, Blue Shirt Breakaway fans, welcome to a special post-game recap edition, James Clark edition of Blue Shirts Breakaway. James, say hello. Back again, everybody. Back it's again, midnight. <laughs> back again in the white t-shirt after a wonderful Rangers win. Uh, that I happen to attend, and I do have I have one little tiny complaint that I'll get to way later in this podcast. But let's talk about all the good things to start off, shall we? Did Av listen to my show two days ago when or a no, day ago? No, Av has no knowledge of anything <laughs> that I exist outside of Av's world. Um, he Elaine Vigneau wakes up and he goes, "Meh, I'll do whatever I he want." Played today. <laughs> Holden the least he's ever played him. I think I, I I have the numbers here, and I'll get them up in a second. But were you surprised right away uh, that he decided to play Stalin Holden the least of all the pairings? No, because we've had this discussion. Sometimes Elaine Vigneault makes the correct choice. Did, have we? Like, I, he's made the correct choice, like, twice. Was the correct choice putting Tanner Glass in the timeline? Like, the, nope. the, the Tanner Glass timeline? I don't, I don't think it made a difference mm. one way or another. Tanner Glass did I mean, block like, a shot tonight, and it was a very wonderful moment for me. I think he had an assist too on the on the Miller Lindbergh goal. He is something else. I I I don't really understand. Okay, I have the times here. Holden only played fourteen oh. minutes, and Stahl played twenty six minutes for McD, twenty yep. for Shea, twenty for Girardi. Uh, listen, I, there's something special about Tanner Glass. I something something. <laughs> there's a lot of things special about Tanner Glass. Seeing him on the ice, um, it makes me kind of chuckle, but also feel. Uh, ways I shouldn't feel like I do feel safer with Tanner than I I did ever before. I, he is playing very well for Tanner Glass still. And maybe I'm wrong about that. No, he's fine. <laughs> he's I mean, fine. like I, you know, like it well, was fine. All right, fine. Let's talk uh, about the actual stars. If, if, if you're not going to use Pavel Buchnevich more than five minutes, well, whatever, you can play Tanner Glass. You might as well at that point. I care, by the way. Uh, just for side note, and maybe we'll get to that. Another oh, time. To, to be fair, I, I was watching KHL Pavel Buchnevich games before you knew how to pronounce his name. I so it's see. like I do care. It's, like but... I, it's not like I don't know how to pronounce his name still. So I, I still can't do it. Oh yeah, um, is, I, is he related to Mick Duluth, the Rangers' new star? I, I need to go ahead and apologize for everyone to everyone. I said Mindaluth was the new defenseman, and I corrected myself and said it was the most depressing moment on this podcast history, and I, that's still true. And I, st- I got a lot of shit for it today, and I appreciate it. No, I still think you not knowing the difference between Sweden and Switzerland is, is still I seriously peak. don't want to bring that up, uh, because <laughs> that was like episode five, <laughs> and I thought we were past that. Thanks, James. Appreciate it. The, the internet never forgets. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, let's talk about the actual players who had impacts on this game tonight. And one of them, uh, now I'm going to go from my perspective. You watched on TV, so maybe you saw some different things. So you, I'll, I'll take yours. JT Miller actually had some pretty good possessions. Am I wrong in saying that? No, he had a couple good plays. I mean, the, the play he made on the Lindbergh goal was like money. Filthy. It was uh, dirty. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, the way he was moving the the puck, it looked like he was determined, and even with the defenders on him on the ice, he was like, ah, you know what? I haven't done anything this series. Here's my moment to make my mark. Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. I think Kevin Hayes is the problem and not JT Miller. Ooh. Because Grabner away from Hayes was good. Miller away from Hayes was good. I didn't see Kevin Hayes really do much that 
at all. I felt like most people had a good t- good night tonight, with the exception of Kevin Hayes. Actually, I think even Kreider had a pretty I mean, good I, night. I, I didn't think Kevin Hayes was bad. He just wasn't noticeable. Right. In, in, a, in a game where almost everybody else was noticeable. Yeah, like I said, even Kreider, uh, with the exception of the bad uh, penalty he took, you know, had some looks on net. The first shades of, shades of Benoit Pouliot out there, yeah. Kreider. <laughs> yeah, Kreider. That was real bad. The first period was probably the most dominant period of hockey we've played in, what, four, five months? I can't remember a time we were more dominant. Game six, the first 20 minutes against the Habs? I guess, yeah, maybe. But we scored four goals. I mean... Um, do we see how we didn't score four goals against the Habs? I mean, it was it was similar, I guess, in that way. Wasn't the final score game six four two? Am, yeah. I, am I wrong about that? I think you're right, but I don't think we okay. scored four goals in the first period. We also had not only four goals, but we had like ten serious looks. I don't think we scored four goals in the period tonight. We did first period. Did we? Was it all in the first period? I have it right here. Oh no, you're right. It was second period too. Uh, second period. Uh, I was at the game. What am I talking about? Limber- <laughs> I was gonna say Limburg. Uh, Limburg scores. Uh. Yeah, Limburg scores the fourth goal in the second period with 18 minutes. So, um, it happened all it happened all in succession pretty quick. Uh, is what I'm it saying. Must have been fun to be there though. The, <laughs> I will say the garden was going off tonight. Oh no 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 no! It's too quiet. That's why they're down two one to the Habs. That's it's too quiet. That's why they're down two nothing to the Senators. No, ignore the fact that they hadn't played a home game yet. They scored. Uh, whenever they scored, the whole garden was was incredible tonight. Uh, I do. I guess now is the time to say the one thing I'm going to complain about. James, you pay, I paid a lot of money to go to this game, even though it was face value. People who yeah. pay a lot of money to go to this game, uh, you know, or uh, StubHub, or, you know, you can spend the money however you want. When there's four minutes left in a game you paid for, and it's a playoff game that we're winning in a big way, there's no need to rush out of your seats. Am I, am I being a stickler for that? These people no. were rushing to get home. It's 4-1. Enjoy. It's it's New York. It's New York City. You live in a real city where your subway runs. It's not like DC where you have to leave to catch the train. Stay in your goddamn seat. I just don't get it. Like you, all you have to do here is like stay another three minutes. You're not gonna miss. You're you already missed your LIRR. It's not waiting for you. <laughs> like your subway's gonna. There'll be another one in five minutes. Uh, imagine those Pens fans who left when they were down two nothing to the Caps, oh. and then they tied it and came into overtime. Listen, you must have been so pissed. I, if you, they, you have to be at that point. I just don't. I, I I know this is a little qualm, and I just don't understand. Like, I get it in a game where you're either getting destroyed or it's a regular season game. You have to leave early, but it's a playoff game where we're getting back into the series, and I see a ton of people leaving the garden. I'm like, come on, guys, what the hell? I mean, I, I've been at the garden games where they were down like six one, and I stayed for the whole thing. Yeah, because I mean, it's expensive to go. It's expensive, and I'm gonna try and you know do my best to enjoy. Wow, like a really serious sports moment for myself where I watch my team beat a team they deserve to beat. And by the way, I think we showed tonight that we're the better team in general. If we play like this, there's no way we lose. There's just no way. You know, I was thinking about this when I was watching the game. More so than any other team in the playoffs, the Rangers probably have the highest, not the highest ceiling, but the, the biggest gap between their floor and their ceiling. Like the highs for the Rangers are very high mm-hmm. and the lows are tremendously low. That's a good. Point. And I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case with any other team left in the playoffs. I think that's because the other teams left have some sort of star power that we don't really have outside of Henrik Lundqvist. I'm sorry, uh, Matt Zuccarello. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's but not, like he he's not a star. Great. Like, uh, uh, listen, I love Zuc. He's just not a. He's not a hockey. He's not a tier one hockey player. Uh, like. A bunch of the other... entire country of Norway disagrees with you. Ignore that he's one of five Norwegian players of all time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Zook is great, and I, you know, I was talking a lot about Rick Nash tonight, and 
Rick Nash has never gotten to that level of of tier one hockey player. He's always oh, that's that's complete bullshit. There was there was like an eight year period between Columbus. Oh, fine, but where he, he was just wasted. But he's all right. Maybe he was that, but he never was able to show it on a team that that was able to showcase him. But he was never like that. He was always like that. Uh, he's never the Crosby, like McDonough, not McDonough, sorry, McDavid. Like, yeah, but Rick of... Nash is also a winger and not a center. And Fine. your star power wingers are limited to Tarasenko, Ovechkin, and like two other. I guys. was actually going to compare him to Tarasenko, so I'm glad you did that. So I mean, he did have a 40 goal season a couple years ago. Like uh, Rick Nash is, but he got 35 of those before the All Star break, and then did nothing else. <laughs> that statistic can't be true. No, really, what it was is he had Marty Singleton on his line. That was really it. Which was the same thing with Stamkos, who had a 50 goal season with MSL, and then never again. That makes sense. You know, I I didn't actually think about that till right now. So good point again by you, James. Yeah. But uh, where where was I even going with this? The point is, we're the better team. We have we don't have the star power that the other teams have left. Like you, everyone has, a, you have the Ovechkin, you have McDavid, you have well Crosby's now down, uh, but you still have two other star players on that team. Malkin, Kessel. Yeah. Uh, I guess Latang's out too. Jesus, the Penguins are wrecked. Yeah, I think it's going to be. Uh, this is a, that's a nice momentum shift for the for the Capitals. I'll still lose. Yeah, I'm not happy with Crosby getting hurt, even though I do not like him. Did you see that play, though? Like, Ovechkin slashes him on the head yeah. before Niskanen cross-checks him. It was kind of planned. It looked planned. And I didn't understand why they didn't get a meeting. That was weird. I it was I thought the league would at least call him in for, like, a, some sort of disciplinary meeting. I mean, imagine if somebody went behind Steph Curry, punched him in the face, and then a point guard ran up and kicked him in the face right after. I would, like, I, the NBA would have a fucking meltdown. I don't even care that much, and I would throw a fit. Like, that's ridiculous. And Sidney Crosby's been the best player in the NHL for, what, 12 years? And you can just you can just give him a concussion. It's totally cool. No, and listen, Crosby complains all the time about every single call he gets. And he is whiny. And I, it, is, it is kind of like boy who cried wolf situation. But this is a concussion. But the dude does have, like, six concussions from people just relentlessly fucking with him. Yeah, this is a, a, a concussion, serious head injury. Like, I, I hate Crosby as a uh, – As a hockey soul. fan, yeah. But, like, the dude's been robbed of, like – a decent chunk of his prime because people just take runs at him from behind a lot. And, you know, to be fair, like sometimes he puts himself in dangerous situations, but like every time I see Connor McDavid get run from behind, I'm like, Oh, I don't even end up like Sidney Crosby. Uh, I think Connor's another, a different player. I, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, two or three concussions and like, it doesn't matter what, who you are. If you have a concussion, a couple concussions, it's over. Like you're just I have not, a concussion. They suck. I have they're, also, they're really, they're I, really bad. I have also done that when I was younger. It is not the best feeling. And um, I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to get wrecked by Matt Niskanen. No, he's like six or 220 pounds. Like I, that sounds miserable. I, I just don't understand how you go get a meeting. I'm going to get back to the Rangers here. I hope, Sorry, Cro- yeah. I, I hope Crosby, I don't want to like make this about Con- Crosby. Connor Sheary as well got concussed in that game too. So that's like two players down. Very, I, I listen, I would, I, I think the Capitals might still lose. I think the Penguins are that good. Oh, they hundred. They won't win. I, I think they're that I good. I bet money on it. Yeah, I, I believe you. Uh, I do you want to say some final words about Crosby? I, I, I never want to see a player get injured. That's just really it. Like, when it comes down to it, I want to beat people because I'm better than them. That's what it is. Not because I, – I heard people say tonight at the Garden, like, oh, Crosby's hurt. I, ho- I wish someone else would hurt Malkin. Like, come on, guys. Like, it's not – Good fucking luck with that. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Back like, to this... like you... yeah, not, not possible. Let, let's go back to this Ranger win. This was an incredible, incredible series-turning game. Or, am I wrong with that? Or The real game that no. matters is Thursday. That's the real yeah. game. But it's nice to know that they can do this. I think they can. It's also really annoying. 
that now we know they can do this and they just shit the bed in those first two games. All right, this is where I want to go with this because I think this all comes down to Mika Zibanejad finally finding his game and playing the best game he's ever had as a Ranger. Is is he going to be able to continue this play? Was this the real Mika Zibanejad we saw tonight or was this just uh, him playing up to the potential he might have? Maybe both. Hmm. I mean, I don't really care if he continues to do it as long as he continues to do it against the Senators. Right. I can figure shit out the next round. Was Derek Broussard completely invisible on the ice tonight, or was that just me at the game? No, he was completely invisible. I, like, even the commentators were like, he's pointless in this series, and I'm like, good. I actually forgot I, I, Broussard I do not was on the other see you get a single at point. some point. I looked at, at Dan, who I was at the game with, and I, I, I said to him, I was like, I just don't, I didn't, I forgot Broussard was out there. I didn't even notice him. Peugeot continues to be the only, he, by the way, he's a fourth line center. That's, <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, is he though? <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's, yeah, I feel like he's the, the scariest player that I've ever seen. Uh, according to, according to, uh, some websites where I looked up the line combinations for the Ottawa centers, Peugeot was their fourth line center back in April. So well, I mean, Bucinevich was a fourth line winger, and so was VC. That doesn't necessarily mean I don't know enough about the sense. Yeah, so you do uh, that. Quick. But Peugeot uh, continues to be the, one of the only people that are, are causing offensive threats. So uh, I would say we we do our best to nullify his sudden offensive surge of five goals in two games against us. Oh wow, he's only five nine, huh? Yeah, he's a Zook type. Even though Zook is really five six, and everyone doesn't know that. Zook is listed at five uh, nine, but he's really not. He's listed at five seven. Uh, he had 33 points. That's not bad. Yeah, but, like, he's not an offensive juggernaut. Like, the guy, no. the guy looks incredible against us. I mean, he's really good against the Habs, too. He's good in the playoffs. Uh, that's well, I'll say that for him. He scored a hat-trick against Carey Price once. Brian like, Boyle-esque? Brian Boyle, yeah. It's not like Brian Boyle was, like, a, a scoring hat-tricks, but Brian Boyle does up his game in the playoffs, or did, at least, for us. I mean, he was good. He was good for, uh, he had an assist on the Kasperi Kapanen goal. I was literally there just to cheer against the Caps and root for Brian Boyle. Good for Brian Boyle. Um, yeah, miss you, buddy. Seriously. Uh, Chad was like a man possessed, though. He was like, hey, remember when you traded me for Derek Broussard? Yeah. Check this out. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. Um, I mean, the play you made on that zoo goal, where he like, was like almost from his knees... In the first goal of the game, when Zoo yep. just like, I was like, oh shit! Yeah, he throws it right in front of the net, and that was it. But I was but, like, man. But even before that, we had at least like five or six good looks. Like we had more good looks in that period than we've had the whole series. By yeah, far. I kind of knew they were gonna win about four minutes in a period one. It was so obvious as soon as we scored like the it was second like, goal. It was, it was like I was like, oh, they're way better than the Senators. Yeah, it was just like we were faster. The I never. By the way, Hank took like no serious shots tonight, like at all. Like, I don't even remember the Peugeot goal or how it was. Got. I think like Bobby Ryan made a play from behind the net. It was. And it was like a, yeah, that was a, actually a garbage a, goal. And Bobby Ryan left the game too. I don't know if he came back, but uh, uh, I like Bobby Ryan a lot, so I hope he's okay. I hope so too. Uh, I know, like I said, never wish for injury, but he made. It was like we just scored, and the Rangers were like, "We're up three nothing. We're getting lazy, and there's only a minute left in this period." And then they made that play, and they scored, and the whole Garden was like, "Yeah, it's fine. We're four one right now." What was the Garden like on that Rick Nash goal when it assured that they were definitely going to win the game? Uh insane. Uh, I actually, uh, I guess I'll pimp, I'll pimp some some sponsor, uh, some mini sponsor right now. I I took over the uh, Tick Pick, which is like a StubHub alternative. 
uh, Snapchat for the night, so you can actually watch the garden reaction if you'd like. It's uh, I tick pick at Snapchat. You can watch all my facial reactions and all that. There you go. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, that was that was fun. I got literally did paid you, nothing for that. So there you go. It's my good did, friend. Did Connor you buy right some there. of this super shitty MSG popcorn? I bought nothing. <laughs> I walked. Okay, out, <laughs> that's I the walked, way to do it. That I walked takes... down the street and uh, I, I I bought pizza before the game, and then I met a nice listener who was nice enough. Her name was Diana to buy me a double whiskey shot whiskey and coke and i really appreciate that because listen i don't get a lot i don't really drink at games because it's too expensive but that was that was coming in the clutch there so good for diana thank you for listening predators are up to nothing now in Woo! case you wanted to know what time we were recording Smashville. this podcast. good for them i uh, go predators have you ever been to a game there it's insane no i would like to go to nashville game I that has like to be, be that nice. has to be on your bucket list man yeah they a good have one. St- oh I would argue the best place to see a game in the I NHL. I feel like if I was to do something like that, I would fly out on a weekend, and I definitely want to eat the spicy chicken in Nashville. It's been on my list of, like, foods I got to eat. Prince's. Yeah. Prince's is the spot. All right, I'm definitely going to write this down. Anyway, so everyone go to Nashville with me next year. <laughs> and uh, go to Prince's and eat spicy chicken. I'll come. I'll just, I'll just take you around to places that I enjoy. <laughs> All right. There's, like, a bar there that only serves bourbon. I don't remember the name because I've never so, been in there sober. Sounds like but... literally heaven. Um <laughs> Listen, but do you think that we're we're gonna keep with the trend of like this is okay? Now we have something that we we know works. We're gonna have Brady Shea and Brandon Smith play more minutes. Brandon Smith would have had more minutes than Girardi if he didn't get a penalty. You know, Girardi played a fine game, didn't have any damn damn moments really. You know, very. No, I thought he was good actually. Yeah, G has been fine. Hey, I have a question for you. This is this is a good one. I think you'll like this. Right now, who would you buy out, Stall or Girardi? Girardi. Okay, and why? Because the Just cap because... It's for last time. Okay. All right. That makes like, sense. I think it's I think it's five years as opposed to like six or seven. It's one year less. Yeah. Oh, is it one year less? I okay. believe so. I'll I'll double check as we're we're going here, but I believe it's one year less. They signed a year apart. I know that. But I I don't know. I mean, if you gave me the option of like throwing a first round pick onto Mark, Stahl, even two first round picks, and this is the prospect we're talking. Yeah. Onto Mark Stahl's contract really to get somebody that? to take him, I would do it. Holy God, that's a lot, James. <laughs> like, that's more than I, I'd ever thought you would you would say. Two? It, I mean, uh, yeah, I would I would easily give, like, a couple picks to, like, Vegas or Arizona or whoever to take Stahl's contract. <sighs> like, it's 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 really bad. Uh, Girardi's contract is bad as well, don't get me wrong. Well, we... But, I think we said when uh, there was a bunch of articles that came out when Mark Stahl signed that contract, like that was bad. <laughs> uh, Mark Stahl gets paid until twenty twenty one. Jesus Christ! But he he makes a lot less money uh, in twenty twenty one. He makes only a million two. But he doesn't matter. It doesn't it doesn't matter for the buyout cap right. yet, though. No, it doesn't at all. Because like the only reason that is is because his contracts was all paid in bonuses. I just looked up and realized it's two thousand seventeen, and wow. Yeah, that is <laughs> still four more years. Four more uh, years. Oh it my doesn't god, matter because... we'll have a new president by the time, or maybe not, um, by the time, that's incredible. Already... Oh, I'd bet money on, I'd bet money on we'd have a new president. <laughs> I would bet, I'd bet decent money on that. We'll see, we're not a political, stick to sports, stick to sports. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have political draft boards. Oh my god, Girardi, the... I, I know I shouldn't, I should know this, Girardi signed 2022, it. right? No, just 2020. Um, uh, I might just ride G out. Right? Like, why, I, I'm at this point, and I cannot believe I'm saying this right now. I'm at a point where I'm like, you know what? I think I can have G on my team for another year. <laughs> maybe maybe it's because I have more loyalty to Girardi than I do Mark Stahl. 
I have way more loyalty. Which is, to is strange because is they've it? basically been on the team the same amount of time. Yeah, but Girardi like was a homegrown guy. I mean, Stall. Um... I mean, Girardi was undrafted, and we drafted Stall, so they were both kind of homegrown guys. Yeah, they're both kind of homegrown guys. But I, I don't know. I feel like at this point, I'm like Girardi doesn't seem too bad anymore. And maybe I'm going crazy, and maybe I'm just like biased for this like two weeks of good play, and maybe he's leaving it all on the ice. But it it does not seem that way. I mean, they have to buy one of them out if they want Shattenkirk. Yeah, they do. And I'm kind of leaning towards I don't want Shattenkirk anymore. That was kind of my next question. Is, is it because of his playoff performance? Huh? No. No, I just think he'll get too much money. And do you think what do you think is too much money? Because he said he might take a discount to come here, or that was kind of the rumor, I guess. Anything more than $5 million is too much. Do you know he's getting six? He's definitely getting six. That's too much. I, I get that he's right-handed, and I, I mean... I, I'd rather just I'd rather tra- I'd rather trade for like Sammy Vatnin or something. Shankirk is is 28 and he will be going to this age 29 season. If he would get 6 years 6 million a year, he would be 35 at the end of that. I would do that with no, I would do that if I got a no trade clause and no no movement clause. Like if I could just move him at will, I'd totally do it. Okay. Now, do you feel like Shankirk is like a, an elite defender or an elite defenseman? Uh, I mean, it depends on what your definition of elite is. He's would an elite puck moving defenseman. Would you say he's a he's top like five third in power? Top five no. defenseman. Okay. No, he's probably a top five offensive, offensive, defenseman, offensive defenseman in terms of points. We don't need uh, that. <laughs> I would rather. Don't. I mean, I would take him, but I mean, I'd rather get. There's so many guys that you could just trade for who'd cost you less in assets than Shattenkirk would. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll wait to discuss that over the offseason, but, it, you know, he, has, he hasn't really been impressive uh, other than the overtime goal. No, but also, like, he, his, his fucking defensive partner is Brooks Orpik. Like, the guy's not getting, like... Yeah. Uh, he's being so misused. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Uh, so I guess I want to I follow this up or, or finish this thing up here with just saying, uh, do you think we turn this game, this series around, uh, and we, we are the better team and we'll win it, or are you still kind of skeptical... Going into Thursday, I guess in the next. Are we going to win Thursday? I don't want to know about the series yet. If they win, if they win Thursday, they'll win the series. If I, they lose, they they won't win. I agree. That's basically where I am. I agree. Like, I I think we'll go two one. I think we'll win Thursday and then lose the away game. Uh, and then we'll win an MSG and then we'll win on the road game seven. That's where I think we're winning. I mean, I mean, if they want to just win four in a row, that'd be cool too. Listen, I think that'd be sweet if you won four in a row. But I think we're going to do the two one deal here. Two one two. That's, what That's fine. I mean, I just want to make the Eastern Conference final. I don't really care what happens after that. And if we go to Pittsburgh and they're banged up, I mean... We'll lose. We'll still lose. <laughs> we'll find a way. Dan Girardi will stop looking good when he has to defend against Kessel oh, and Hacklin. Jesus. Well, Hag- uh, Hag- oh, also, I wanted, to, I wanted to have a nice uh, shout-out for Oscar Lindbergh getting his first playoff goal. Good for Oscar. I mean, he got crapped on by not being played at all um, in the last game, which I still don't really truly understand. I didn't really get your take from that. Did you Did you get that? Why was A.B. sitting his bench or shortening his bench when he was going to double overtime? Because I think he thought that he was going to use the bench players that he had set. He did that against Montreal in the overtime where Mika Zibanejad scored. He, like, shortened his bench for, like, a solid 12 minutes. I don't understand. And then he just dumped all of his depth on top of the Habs. Right. Until he won. Yeah. And he just, it seemed like he forgot that Oscar Lindbergh was on his bench. Oscar Lindbergh's good. Like. Yeah, he's hes a good player. He's a good I mean, 
He's 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 definitely serviceable. Definitely can play. He's, he's better than serviceable. I mean, I guess, be a, look, the reason why we're so good is because we have forward depth. Like our fourth line is is some teams. Th- third or second line we're adding defensive depth though gordon's out there signing all kinds of defensive depth oh yeah i guess i should talk to you about it since you're here and you are a prospect guy uh so minduleth uh minduleth yeah neil is his name right that's his name yes um you said he's a right-handed defenseman and he kind of he did win the double and ncaa championship from minnesota duluth yeah um he's a interesting player is he like two years away from being on our team Three years away? Like, what's... I don't know, maybe a year. Okay, yeah. I, I think we'll... I don't really know what this defense is going to be in three years. I'll tell you this. He's way better than Adam Clendenning. Wow, that's that's big like, talking. I love Adam. He's, he's way better than I Adam I will Clendenic. say this, that they had, um they had like, a Rangerstown experience outside the MSG, and they had pictures of all the players, and every single picture of Adam Clendenning I found, I took a picture of him. <laughs> and that's, actually, not a, that's not a knock against Adam Clendenning. No, but, I know. know like, I, good for you know... I will find Adam, and he will come on this podcast. Uh, and they signed uh, Beres Galoff, who's uh, from the KHL. I find it weird because uh, Min Duluth is all I'm going to call him now. Uh, he played the offside defense in college just to like run power play. Right. So like, I wonder if they're like, maybe if we put you with Brady Shea on the power play, you will th- just rack up points. I don't think you could see this, James, and this is a podcast, so this is bad radio. The ice literally had Adam Clendenning's face on it, and I took a picture of it. Did they have Brandon Peary's face on it? No, they didn't do Brandon Peary. <laughs> that was weird. Awkward. Um, they did Adam Clendenning, yeah, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where... How, that's a good question. What happened to Peary? Or Pumple? They're all, like, not really around. Peary got, like, a million dollars to play, like, way too many games. <laughs> yeah, good for him, man. I would love to have million dollars <laughs> imagine being like an team. average nhl player it'd be the life it'd be so awesome I mean, start with being an average nba player it's like oh accidentally eight million dollars i don't want to be that tall that's i mean listen i'm five five eight so it's it's not great um, i'm five seven so i mean listen, like, on, on good days i'm five eight i'm, I'm boasting <laughs> all right listen james uh it's late i'm gonna get out of here but uh, any final thoughts before we get going? Yeah, we didn't really talk much about the game, but, you know, uh, it was fun. We didn't talk much about the game. Guys. I feel like we talked about the game. Did we not? <laughs> I mean, we did a little bit. I don't know. Well, fucking uh, James, I got more time. Let's talk about the game. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to break down? Let's do it. <laughs> Listen, we, we, we dominated the entire time. Can we talk about how Anderson's not a good goalie? I think. And it's kind of bullshit that they lost two games? Yeah, I mean, what's it? He's really not good. He's not great. Uh, we lost a game where we, where Peugeot became Wayne Gretzky and scored four goals against us, and we made stupid mistakes, and our defenseman couldn't couldn't handle it. Now, and I'll go back to tonight's game because I want to stick on, stay on it. Anderson, he can't handle us, and it, it's going to continue to be that way. He ha- he's going to have to get serious defense. Like it's not like Carlson looked great tonight either. No, but Carlson was getting the shit kicked out of him. I mean, for a reason that had to be in the plans, right? Why would he tell everybody that he's on a bum ankle? <laughs> I think they would know. I, hockey players kind of know, right? Like when R- Ryan McDonough was on a bum, bum foot, like they knew they, they hit him. Like that was that was the Eastern Conference Finals games. Yeah, but Ryan McDonough didn't come out and say, "Hey guys, my, my foot's, foot's broken, totally trashed, it's totally broken." Yeah, yeah, I don't I mean, know why. I, I I read some story the other day that like they have to cut Girardi's skate a certain way for him to even get his feet in it. Are you serious? Because his foot is, like, so screwed up at this point that it doesn't fit. Like, they have to, like, drill a hole in his skates. Holy shit. 
and I'm like, why do you do this to hockey. yourself? Hockey, man, they just love it. I and I get it. Um, when you're you're addicted to the game. Let me let me ask you something. Um, do you feel that AV's adjustments are almost a slap in the face to all of the people who get pissed off at him? I think AV is like is, the is, biggest is it troll. Annoying that it worked. Yeah. Is that, I, is that the thing that pisses everybody off? It's annoying that it works and that it becomes AV. You just have a really good team, and if you use them anywhere near appropriately, you're gonna win. And look, you did a little bit of, of what you needed to do, and you won. And it feels like he he knows that, and it feels like he knows he should have done the right thing. And here's an interesting an interesting uh point that was brought up to me tonight too. How come I never rail on Jeff Bookaboom? Am I like? It, was he the reason that Stahl and, and Holden were playing the numbers they were? Or was that A.V.? Was Bookaboom saying, you know, these are the guys that I want out there right at this point in time? Or is that A.V.? The, the only reason Brady Shea is at the level he is now is because Jeff Bookaboom. I, I'm aware. I am, I've, been, I've read all that. I know Jeff Bookaboom is a defensive wizard. I know Jeff Bookaboom knows better. I know that A.V. doesn't. I just never, I never give that guy crap. I've never said, actually, I've never said his name on this podcast outside of, outside of being like, boom, boom. Hey, like, quick question for you. Who was the defensive coach before Jeff Bookable? I don't know that answer, and you know I don't know. Olf Samuelson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell me what's that's important. Huh? Tell I me mean, Olf <laughs> Samuelson would recommend that Mark Stahl right. play 30 minutes a night. Like, Olf Samuelson was bad. Right. Okay, but and, I mean, him with AV is bad. Bookaboom's been good. I have no problem with him, but I was wondering if that might have been his decision. No, because, like, let's be real. Like, assistant coaches don't have that much power. Yes, but teams. do you ever see, like, do you ever see AV talking on the bench when they resume to him? He's never saying anything. He's just chewing gum. No, Bookaboom's and his alternate yelling. usually. Yeah, or, or Scott or Neil. Yeah, Scott. Who should be fired, by the way. I could run a power play better than that guy. Yeah. 100%. Not, not, or a six on five. I mean, not really the best. Uh, uh, I don't understand. Uh, uh, so bad. Uh, it drives me nuts. Um, Rewind. Craig Anderson's bad. <laughs> yes, Craig Anderson is bad. Uh, Brady Shea, good. Brady, Brady Shea, Shea, very, very good. Brady Shea, very, very good. And probably my favorite defenseman and will be for a long time. Uh, he is a ranger for the next 10 years. Is that wrong? I was thinking, if Shea gets really, really good, do they trade McDonough? No, I think they try and keep both. Like if they can't get him to sign a contract, do so they just go, well, I have a feeling when you're good and you're, I, I think this is what happens when you're good on a team that's in a big market in the NHL, you do everything in your power to stay. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to go to like Arizona or something no, like that. Like, like, Arizona will pay him more money, but like, why would you want it? Like the quality of life living in Arizona compared to New York or Chicago or like the big cities that matter. The teams that really care, you know, like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but it is true. I, I just think, I feel like players like that don't end up leaving if they want to stay. I know yeah, I mean, unless you like most, most of the traditional market teams are kind of like that. Like Detroit, Toronto, yeah. Philly, Pittsburgh, Chicago. Boston. Yeah, yeah I would never blame Boston. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, I, I, I still think that would be kind of cool. Boston sports fans are insane, but, you know, at least, you know, they care at least. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's not Arizona where they don't give a shit. No, they really don't give a shit in Arizona. Uh, but no, I'm just thinking, like, the team is going to be very different very in a different. year or two. Yeah. And, like, you know... No Rick Nash? 
Oh, oh, please don't. I don't want to live in a world. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> oh, uh, and I guess this is a good time to mention that Igor won top 10 player of uh, of KHL today. Or was it yesterday? Yeah. Oh, God. He's so good. You guys have no idea how good he is. And and he's uh, he's in line for the throne. So, you know. You know what's great? The Islanders, the Capitals, the Flyers, and the Rangers all have the four best under 23 Russian goalie prospects. Wonderful. <laughs> it's going to be a fucking bloodbath in like four years. Oh, great. Well, at least it's going to be awful. At least I know our division is not getting worse. Great. No, I think it'll easily be the best division in hockey for the next like five years. And also, the Devils have a first overall pick. Yeah, so. what's up with that? I mean, it's not like they have a, they didn't actually scoring like a, a great, great player, but he's still a good, good guy. I, I work with a guy who's an Avalanche fan and he just came to, came to me. He's like, James, explain to me how the draft lottery works. He's like, because I know you know. Yeah. I was like, listen. Philly <laughs> had a point zero zero five chance of getting pick two and they did. So, you know, what, you know, won the draft lottery is Dallas. Because they're going to draft Miro Haskinen. They get third. And they will get, they will get the best player in the entire draft. Okay. Well, you can, in five years, you guys can come back and be like, oh, yeah, he was right call, about James. that. <laughs> Guarantee you, Miro Haskinen, best player in the draft. You heard it here first. Okay, James, now let's actually talk about the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it was, I, I know this, we've been dancing around it. It, it was a, uh, a game that we had to have. It would have been a funeral if it wasn't. It we were offensively talented. I, I think we've said most of everything we need to say, right? Or am I missing something? You know, you know what's you know what's promising is they killed the neutral zone trap badly. Like they didn't just kill it; they murdered it. I, it almost looked like the Senators were going away from it. It looked like the Senators were an AHL team at times. It did. They were not anywhere near as fast or anywhere near as motivated to be on the ice. If you want to be frank, just just from being there, just watching playing body language doctor, as some popular podcast likes to say. Um, uh, they did not look like they wanted to be there after it was down. They were down two goals. That was it. Peugeot looked like one of the only players that was ready to play. It's hard to, you know, I, this is going to sound crazy and not to you, but to people who are, are not crazy, crazy, crazy hockey people. And I'm not saying I'm not one of them. It's, it's hard to stand out in hockey. It really is. Like when you're on the ice, if you want to be like a, like a standout player in basketball, it's very easy. Baseball, obviously you're, you have your own time to shine football, you're a wide receiver or nothing. Um, hockey, it's hard to shot. It's hard to, it's hard to stand out and no player on the sense tonight stand that stood out to me at all, even a little. Yeah. Bit. I mean, uh, if Eric Carlson is bad, the senators are bad. That's it. Like, <laughs> it, it just kind of runs through Carlson because he becomes an, he becomes a, an unfair advantage where he's an extra offensive player. You're playing four forwards pretty much. And, he and also the, he is defensively insane of course like, i know people are like oh carlson fifth forward i'm like yeah but he's also like an insane two-way defender like eric carlson is top three defenseman in the nhl he's the real no deal. contest and it, it won't be and that won't be changing unfortunately he's just not playing unfortunately for the Sens, he's not playing up to uh stuff right now can i ask you a question yep. if they make the eastern conference final and they lose is that a success to you uh so greg asked me a similar question and i said if we lose to the senators i would still say it was a success um even yeah, though I, I agree even though i think it's a we're the better team uh i i a lot of people didn't have this team going to the playoffs this year after last year's team uh last year's team was miserable this team gives me hope it's given me hope all year it has offensive firepower it has a personality i really enjoy 
Uh, we've developed young players that we did not have in, in Buchnevich, who will be a, a bigger force, and I do not think we'll go back to Russia in the future. VC, who will continue to mature, and Shea has become a shining star in this team. So, uh, yeah, I think this season's a success no matter what happens now. Okay, that's fair. But! <laughs> but obviously you would prefer them to, like, win games. I think we have a chance at the Cup. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh... A little bit. A little bit. I think there's a chance. I like, I mean... I said on this podcast over the summer, like, this is not even a comparison. Please don't quote me. But, like, I, I when we when I didn't think we had any chance of signing VC, like, not that VC is, like, a big, huge signing, but it was a big deal in the summer. I was like, oh, we have a like, 10% chance. I think we have, like, a... Four percent chance, five percent chance. It would be so funny. It would be really funny. It, it, like it would. I think <laughs> we would be like rah rah excited at first. We would just be like, "Wow, I would." What a meme! I would cry. It, meme. It, it's meme. It, it's meme year. Like I don't know what else to say. Like everything that that shouldn't happen happens. I mean, Imagine how pissed off like the Capitals would be. They'd be like, "Whoa, whoa wait!" So Dan Girardi played twenty four fucking minutes a night. Yeah, and he made the Cup final. We're done. We're, we're done. About, we're moving to Canada. I, and, <laughs> I, this is going to sound crazy, but in in a meme year of 2017, why not us? I don't understand. I mean, I think it's more wide open than it's ever been. It absolutely is. I mean, the Penguins are the team to beat, but and like I like they're banged up, and you, I know they're they're going to beat the Capitals or e- either team. You know, I'd I'd rather I don't know who I'd rather see. They're both both very good. Uh, We'd beat the Capitals. I know we would. I fucking know it. I, that's I, like, there's one take I really never change. It's uh, I think we beat the Capitals. I never change like, that take. I, I'm sure that if the Rangers like look at their playoff schedule and like, oh sweet, we got the Caps. Like everyone's cool. just like, nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. We're like good. even when they're down three one, they're like, it's cool. We got seven games. Yeah, we're good. We'll we're get them. We're fine. We'll get them. Yeah, I know. Uh, I I feel very confident. Uh, if we would play the Caps, I think we would win. And I've, I've said that since day one on this podcast. You know what would be a fun finals matchup? Uh, Nashville. Edmonton, New York. Edmonton, New York would be heartbreaking for me, though, a little bit. I don't want to do that. And I'll tell you why. First off, I, w- I always want to have the best player in the series. And that we would not have well, that. I, uh, the Rangers almost never have the best player oh, in the series. Okay, I guess what I'm really saying is I don't want to play against Connor McDavid. He is. Oh, I thought you were going. I don't want to play against Cam Talbot. <laughs> oh no, I was gonna head there next because I, you know, I like Cam, and I really like don't want to play against him. I know that sounds crazy. Like I would never want to lose to the guy I traded in the finals. <laughs> like, you know how shitty that would feel. Like we traded a Cam Talbot, and then he beat us in the finals. Great. You know what was great is watching Martin Jones beat the Kings. That because one. the Kings traded him to Boston, and then Boston just turned around and immediately traded him to San Jose. <laughs> That's a wonderful, a wonderful thing. Um, uh, and they were like, "Oh, we have Jonathan Quick, and he's rapidly declining." Rapidly. And holy shit, Martin Jones is really good. Oops. 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 <laughs> we fucked that up so bad. Oops. Uh, yeah. So I didn't want to get ahead of myself, but I totally did about everything. And uh, I, I just, I'm just, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I think we have a chance. I know we overreact to everything because we're I New mean, Yorkers, but there's a chance. Maybe Eastern Conference Final, they have a one in four chance. I think right? if we, I think if we win the Eastern Conference Final, we're we're gonna get it. <laughs> I, I I can't I, even picture that. I, I can't even I can't even picture it either, and I'm, my body's not ready. You, you spend two hundred dollars on a playoff ticket, they win four one, and you're like Cup City, maybe let's do Let, it. Let's go Cup City. I know I I'm ready to be like, listen, on Thursday I'm gonna call you. <laughs> after this game and if we, we lost it's over i know that a lot, a lot of things need to happen right but if we play like we played tonight the rest like then that, this will not happen but if we if we continue to be this team 
and continue this strategy going forward, and even add Pavel Bushnevich back to the lineup and have him actually provide something. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I know. You know Tanner Glass is playing the next game. Oh, definitely. But I mean in the future, when we do lose that one game on the road, uh, that's going to happen. Uh, and, and Bucinevich comes back for, for the, the fight for your life offensive ability. Uh, I think if uh, if everything goes right here, we have we have a shot. And I've always kind of felt in the back of my head we had a shot. And I never really wanted to say it on tape, but here I go. So there you go. I have, I've, yeah, I've, I, don't, I, don't, I can see a scenario where they have a shot. It's very unlikely. And I, I, I know, but I'm just keeping hope alive because that's what I do as a fan. That's what you have to do, right? Like, there's a chance. Last year, there was no chance. I knew we played Pittsburgh after game one. I was over. Yeah, I will say this. Like, on the topic of defense, Pittsburgh's defense last year was not really good. But our Outside. offense was not really good either. It's like we had this guy named Eric Stahl. Like, he's not great. I know. I know that whole trade. Two second-round picks. You know what rumor I heard is that they almost traded for Cam Atkinson instead of Eric Stahl. That would and be. I'm like... Oh, <laughs> I'm like I'm. I hate you guys so much. Yeah, that's Ugh. way worse. Um, uh, the Rangers uh, not, are frustrating. Yeah, they're not fun. Um, I do love them though more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted the other day like I was like, "Yay! I can't wait for the Knicks, Mets, and Rangers meet every year for some goddamn reason." Yeah, I, I'm not getting into the Mets with you right now because it's just no. Uh, I'm I'm not even no I my my NHL teams in the playoffs I'm not paying attention to, like garbage fire of a baseball team I don't have time all right I I think we did actually talk about the game now we've gone yeah we've talked now ten extra minutes it was, we've gone forty and uh, oh, okay that's pretty decent it's pretty decent for us and uh and listen James I appreciate you coming on I do want to thank some people uh real quick uh thank you uh Diana again for buying me a drink really appreciate that thank you Dan who's an SQ guy on Reddit. He hosts the Reddit uh, Ranger Meetup every year, and uh, if anyone's looking to attend next year, I'm sure he'll be hosting it again. He invited me to the game, and I appreciate that. Thank you, everyone, for mentioning me that I since I went to the game, uh, we won, and, and someone should go fund me to the game on Thursday. I'm not going to say no. And uh, and thank you to T- TickPick again, even though they're not paying me, to letting, allowing me to take over their Snapchat and do some crazy shit. Follow us on Twitter at Blue Shirt Break. James. Oh, by, by the way, one more thing. With yeah. each round the Rangers win, you get another case of an obscure oh candy bar. Oh my goodness. So if the Rangers win round two, you get a case of galaxy bars. Now, I've no, I do not know what a galaxy bar I don't know what an area bar is, one. Number two, I do not know what a galaxy bar is. This is another Canadian-European candy bar? Uh, British, yeah. Mm. They're delicious. Okay. So with each round, um, another obscure candy bar. I, if, if we go to the cup. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't even if, know. if they go to the cup i'm gonna buy one of those like replica cups from ebay and just yeah. fill it with almond joys just and drive to your house that's it well and really, have a photo of you holding it over your head well I'm, i'd meet you at the parade because i would definitely somehow get you here um so i'd get the bus that would have to happen it would have to happen um I, uh, we're so far ahead of ourselves let's win on thursday <laughs> okay hang on hang on okay if they win i know we're so far ahead of ourselves if there's ever a parade I want Greg to be there. Greg will be there. Because he will be upset. <laughs> Greg will be there and he'll be pissed. <laughs> like, he'll he'll have, like, the grumpy cat face. He'll just be standing there with, like, a little banner, like, oh, fucking goddamn it. Greg is, Greg is a constantly angry. He just, that's just the way he is. Um, and that's kind of why we work, if I'm being honest. He's the George Costanza to your Jerry Seinfeld. He just is constantly like, I hate everything. And I'm like, wow, it's really impressive that you continue to do that. Which is funny, because anytime Greg says he really likes something, I hate that thing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it is. And, and the food thing. I Don't get me started. All right. Uh, James, you are at Hello, it's James C. On Twitter, yes. You on can Twitter. follow me there for all kinds of stuff. All kinds of I'm up to like 50 followers now. Big deal. I'm big, getting big deal on the Twitter. There you go. Big deal over there. Or, or you can just tag me on Reddit like everybody seems to when they have a hockey prospect question. Yeah, hockey prospect question. James C. Uh, hey, Peppers. And we'll go from there. So I'm going to edit this now and uh, go to bed super late. Hopefully, everyone, enjoy the game. And uh, let's go Rangers on Thursday. We'll be back, James and I, on Thursday night. Bye, everyone. Bye, Bye, everybody. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.